0: One of the biggest drawbacks with NFTs is that we're required to sign transactions in order to unlock the benefits. Many people such as myself, we do not unlock the full utility of our NFTs simply because we do not want to connect our wallets to a third party. One such solution is having a proxy wallet. So today we're going to discuss what that is and how it works. Hello, I'm Taj, digitally known as Tropic Vibes, the host of Nifty Business, where we highlight NFTs and explore Web 3.0 as we move from pure speculation to creating real-world value. A proxy is defined by having authority to represent someone or something. Usually, this is in a legal sense or in the case of voting. When politicians, for example, in the U.S., go to vote on a particular bill or a matter, let's say they're out of town or just not able to physically go to Washington, D.C. to make that vote, well, they can give it to by proxy to another politician to cast a vote on their behalf. But as far as in Web3, we're talking about giving proxy from one wallet to another. So that's giving one wallet the permission to have access to the utility and benefits of NFTs that are held in another wallet. So this could be very valuable in the sense that let's say someone holds a particular NFT that gives them access to something, gives them some real utility and benefits. However, they don't want to connect that to anything because it is in a cold storage wallet such as a Ledger or a Trezor or any of the other cold storage options. And they do not want to connect that, uh, risking that it is uh, vulnerable by exposing the actual asset to hackers or maybe someone might be phishing on the computer or whatever it might be, and they just do not want to connect that to anything. They just use it as a vault wallet. This is very common. We often have a three-wallet system or many wallet systems where you have your transaction wallet that you're using on OpenSea, you have your burner wallet that you're minting things with, or just using it to connect to all sorts of crazy websites that you're not familiar with. And then lastly, you have your vault wallet and usually it's this vault wallet that has some NFTs that has some great utility, but you just don't want to connect it to anything and you don't want to move it to one of the other wallets. Well, in this case, this proxy wallet is very important and essential because it allows you to unlock all of those things without having to move it or connect it. So it's really the win-win situation. You get the utility and the safety at the same time. And the earliest project that I know that really took full advantage of this is one called Grey Boys, which I'm not very familiar with it, but I do know that they had a community wallet that basically held various NFTs and by proxy, it was allowing the community to unlock those utilities. Now, they had all sorts of issues with some of these projects and they were getting blacklisted and they had to move it around. So I'll probably end up doing a full episode on that, explaining how that project actually worked. Very unique in itself. However, the most common one that I'm familiar with is, the, of course, you know, a project that I speak about all the time, the Bulls and Apes project. And they have something called a safe claim wallet, but it is the same technology. Basically, it is a proxy wallet, which allows you to claim the utility of collecting the meth and so forth by using a proxy wallet a secondary wallet that is never connected to the website so how exactly does this work well you'd go to the website of the project or the dap that you're trying to connect to and get that utility and what you do is first and foremost with this one in this case you go to the bulls and apes website then you would identify the source wallet or the main wallet in which is holding the particular nft that you're trying to access the utility for The second thing that you would do is you would identify the controller wallet, or in this case, we'll call it the proxy wallet, because, of course, we're talking about proxy wallets. And this is the one that you're going to actually do the transactions with. You're going to do the signing and everything of that nature. So you're never connecting that main wallet or the source wallet to anything, you're using this controller wallet, the proxy wallet to do the connection. And that's where the risk is being, you know, if you're fearing that somehow you're exposing it and what have you. So that is the one without the assets that you're going to use. So the next step after you identify these two wallets is that you're going to send a small amount of ETH. It's going to tell you exactly how much ETH to send from the controller wallet, AKA the proxy wallet over to the main wallet where the NFT is held. You send that exact amount that it tells you to and then you identify the hash or the transaction number to prove that you sent that exact amount that they told you to send and then it's going to verify that you have permission, you have access to both wallets. Now, this is very similar to when you're trying to verify, let's say a PayPal account or some other account where it's going to do a very small transactions. Usually with PayPal, they do two transactions within a matter of cents. So let's say you have a $0.13 transaction and a $0.36 transaction. Well, how you verify that is your bank account and you have access to using it, is you're going to go back to the PayPal website and then tell them the size of those two transactions. Of course, they're refunded. And that just verifies that you have access to see the statement. You can log in and that is how they do it. And that's the same thing here. It's telling you the exact amount to transfer. So it's proving that you have access to that. Whatever they tell you to transfer, that is what you're going to transfer. Just a couple cents worth of ETH. And then using that transaction number or the hash, I should say, is what's going to verify that yes it went through you used it correctly you follow the exact instructions therefore you have access to both now what it's going to do is allow you to use that proxy wallet do all the signing all the connecting and everything in that nature and you never have to move the nft so this is pretty cool there's some very exciting use cases that i can see where this could happen in the future and it's not just about let's say you're claiming your meth in this case or whatever it might be, but this could be something that could be used for temporary proxies. So for example, let's say the board apes are having an event. you might have two board apes, three board apes if you're so as fortunate. And of course, there's only one of you, but you have two friends that wants to get into the event. Well, rather than transferring it to a separate wallet for that person, or let's say they're able to go to that town or the city where the event is and you're stuck at work. Well, rather than lending it out, you can just give them temporary proxy saying, "Okay, this is the wallet that I'm going to give permission to to access this event. So I think that would be a great use case for a proxy wallet. Or also even the sense that let's say you do a renting feature. So let's say someone wants to attend it. You don't have any friends that want to go or are able to go. But you know that you have this valuable asset and you want to, let's say, earn some income off of it without selling it. Well, you can rent out that feature. So let's say you want to sell that ticket into a VCon or you want to sell that ticket into Ape Fest or something. I guess VCon is really not the best example because VCon actually has a separate NFT that allows you to get in. But that's another thing in itself. But whatever access or utility is, is that you want to actually sell or give someone the access to, Well, that'd be a very interesting way to sell, basically, permission for a period of time or a one-use scenario using a proxy wallet. That would be very cool. So in the future, I think these proxy wallets are going to be used for a lot of things, not just collecting meth, as we've seen with this Builds and Names project or I just suggested, but I'd love to know, like, what kind of ideas do you possibly have? How would you like to see this used in the future? Or if you know any ways that it is currently being used, I would love to hear about it. Please feel free to reach out to me at Tropic Vibes on Twitter. But as usual, I just want to thank you for taking the time to listen to this as we're learning and building Web3 together. Until next time, later. The Nifty Business Show is not investment advice. It provides insights and information within the space.